Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, it's Moses Moody with the Golden State Warriors. Now back to Steiny and Guru. Oh. Steiny and Evan Giddings with you. By the way, a reminder that you can catch all four hours of Steiny and Guru on the free Odyssey app. Plus, watch us on YouTube and Twitch, powered by First NorCal Credit Union. Starting to get into some football as the 49ers enjoy a bye week. They'll find out who their opponent is this weekend coming up. I just made a list of the 14 coaches that are in the playoffs, seven in the NFC, seven in the AFC. How you ranking them? NFC. McCarthy, Sirianni, Shanahan, LaFleur, Campbell, Bowles, McVay. If we had a, if we had a draft of those NFC coaches, go ahead, I'll let Evan start. I'll go second, Spadoni third, Luke and fourth. Just, just to see what we think the top four are. In the NFC? Yeah. You can take any coach. All right, I'll take McVay. All right, then I'll take Shanahan. Spit out. Boy. Slim pickings, um, I know. <laughs> yeah, in the NFC, there's slim pickings. Yeah, right now, I'd probably go LaFleur just because he's been... I mean, McCarthy's won his role, but LaFleur has been to an NFC championship most recently. So I'll go LaFleur. I know Todd Bowles was a DC when they won the Super Bowl, right. but I'm going LaFleur. And then I bet you I know who Lucan's going to take. Dan Campbell. Who am I going to take? You're going to take Campbell. Yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Shanahan. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of... Yeah, like... That's... Again, I think one of the reasons why there is a lot of confidence in the Niners, because not just the head coaches, but you look up and down the teams, and there's just not a lot of heavy hitters... Well, and listen, I do believe this. Like, here's the way I do, do kind of look at it: is what coaches of those fourteen, and we, you know, I, I get it. Shanahan's not won a Super Bowl, and, and there are coaches on that list who have. But I think conventional wisdom from 49er fans is still Shanahan's a better coach than McCarthy. Um, but my my question is this: to me, who can stare down Kyle Shanahan in terms of? Head coaching pedigree and strategy to me, it's it's McVeigh and Harbaugh, and that and Andy Reid. The draft was just for the and AFC, Andy just Reed. for clarification. Correct. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that's correct. Yeah. That's correct. It was just from the AFC. Now we open it. Can Mike McDaniel kind of like? I just I'm sorry. I think I think Shanahan's a better coach than McDermott. 
He's better than Tomlin, too. Easy. He's been certainly better than D'Amico Ryans and Stefanski. But can Mike McDaniel kind of... Is he on the same level in your mind as Shanahan? Well, you didn't bring up Andy Reid. Is he in a well, he's, category? Yeah, I put Reid. Okay. I, I, Reid was assumed... Best coach in the NFL. To me, to me the, un, the three coaches that can look Kyle in the eye, in other words, head-to-head with him, are John Harbaugh, Andy Reid, and McVay. I mean, Stefanski's defense kind of kicked his ass, though, really. Oh, well, he's going to have to do that in the postseason. Okay. That was on Jim Schwartz. I mean, Shanahan struggles with him, as as we all know. But you know what I'm saying? I'm saying I those are the three coaches, to me, that Shanahan wouldn't have an edge over in a, in a NFC title game or a Super Bowl. So I'm with you, yes, that for... Like, it, like Shanahan's system has produced the best offense in the NFL, best Niners offense since 94. But I think one of the, like, we're talking about, okay, like, what I guess, you know, kind of kind of gives you pause about, about Shanahan. It, it would be his decisions in the playoffs. It, it would be in-game decision-making in the postseason. And that is where... I don't think, as far as roster goes, there's any team that could look at the Niners and stare them down and say, you know, I think we got advantages here. We're better there. We're, we're a better team than the 49ers. But if you're looking at actually a, a sneaky team that I think, because of the attitude of their head coach, that could pose a threat to the Niners would be the Detroit Lions. Okay. And that is because Dan Campbell is the most aggressive head coach in the NFL. And Shanahan has known to turtle up at times in the postseason. Whether it's going for it on fourth down, whether it's certain play calling at specific points. Like Dan, I don't think Dan Campbell is you know, a strategist in the way that Shanahan is, but he is very um I don't know. I mean, he's 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 consistent. He's consistently aggressive. And in a game in which I don't know, if, if the Lions are in a close game against the Niners. And okay. Campbell is locked in on, okay, you know, if we're in this spot at this time, in a weird way, he's almost, because of his own aggressiveness, he plays into, like, the analytics. I think I don't think he does it on purpose. I think that's just who he is. But that that could be a way to beat the Niners. Like, you, you almost have to go for things in certain situations, and you have to step out of your comfort zone in order to beat the Niners as a team that's lesser than. And Campbell naturally does that with his group. So I don't think Campbell's a better head coach than Shanahan, but his coaching style might be one that could combat Shanny. I feel like when I'm looking at all these coaches, I I don't look at any of these coaches of the 14 that are in the playoffs and say, anyone's got... And this is... I, maybe I just don't look at it like other people... Like the the in game challenges and the in game stuff, obviously that's a that's a huge deal. But I look at it as why does John Harbaugh kind of why do I think John Harbaugh is a good coach? And it's because I think he's smart enough to scheme whatever that means in football and 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 get the Niners to not look like the Niners. Like he got the Niners to not look like the Niners on Christmas. I maybe he can't do it again. Maybe that was an outlier. But that tells me that he had a play. Like, you know how the Eagles played against the, 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 I'm sorry, you know how the 49ers played against the Eagles? Yeah. With a cage, Jalen Hurts. To me, that was Kyle Shanahan out coaching Nick Sirianni in terms of an, an overall game plan. It does, 
Shanahan may have made a couple mistakes in that game with the challenge flag, and maybe he didn't go for it on a fourth when he should have, all that and the other thing. But like that's kind of, to me, the most important part of a coach. That that part of it. What they do during the week? Or? Yeah. yeah. No, it, well, sure. I mean, look, if you come out and you, you know, if you script 14 points in the opening quarter and you're up big, that, that certainly gives you an advantage. But I guess I'm more inclined to believe at some point during the playoffs, you're going to hit a wall or a proverbial wall. You're going to run into a bump. You're going to hit, you know, a like you're not just going to cruise. I mean, that's just right. what the postseason is is made of. I mean, you look at the AFC this week, and I think there's already a couple games in Wild Card Weekend. They're expected to have, you know, terrible weather, uh, rain, sleet, wind. Like that's not you can't script for that. So what are you going to do? Are you going to try and run the ball more? You get, like that's where in game you do have to be better. And I also think that like Harbaugh, I, I do separate from Shanahan because he doesn't call plays. Like I think Harbaugh during the week and in game is is relying offensively on say Todd Monk and his OC or he's relying on his defensive coordinator, but he is someone that makes the choices of when they're going to go for it and then he puts trust in other people. Shanahan, for whatever reason, sometimes pushes the wrong buttons at the wrong times, and and I think that is a reason why in a tight game you could feel a bit on edge as a 49ers fan. Because also, throughout this season, when the Niners haven't cruised, they haven't won. So, you know, if there's if there's a reason why you look up and say, why are the Niners losing the Super Bowl? I think we're going to be able to take the breadcrumbs of this season and, and say why they didn't win. Like, and I don't know if it's just because of Shanahan, but I, I don't know if people feel like all of a sudden Shanahan is a brand new head coach because this team appears to have a better offense than any that he's ever had before. Well, I guess what I'm saying is if I truly believed that Shanahan had a... I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm going to say it because I saw the 408 text. But if I really did believe that Shanahan possibly got lemon booty, <laughs> if that's one of the knocks on Shanahan, you know, Sonny... Sometimes your boy Shanny, he gets lemon booty, and I would, and I actually was like, you know what, he kind of does. The reality of the situation is, he'd be much lower on my list if I thought that. If I really thought Kyle Shanahan were were, were more susceptible than other coaches to making a uh, a mis- in game mistake that costs us, then I would then I would put McCarthy above him. Then I'd put Lafleur above him. But I just let's see how this season play like like see how this postseason plays out. Well, it shouldn't have to come to that in the NFC. Like True. The, the Niners should, I think, defeat every team what's that's the, on that that's a possibility for them to play. What's like, the highest spread like t- next week or the, the postseason? What's the highest spread we're going to see a team come in here? Or the the. Like the least amount of points of the Niners both, are favored by both. So when if if the 49ers play Dallas, I'm going to assume that would be the lowest spread in terms of competitiveness. Yeah, I would assume that the the, the biggest spread would be what Tampa Bay or Philly. So t- the 49ers going to well, be favored I mean, by 11 Green, over Green two? Bay somehow. If okay, they, yeah, but are, are the 49ers going to be favored by double digits against either Bay, Tampa Bay, or Green Bay? They ten were f- or more. I don't know about 10. Well, maybe Tampa. I don't know about 10, though. In the playoffs, I think you do have to give a, a 
a measure of respect to the opponent. But I would say that like the Niners are probably going to be touchdown favorites against. And then what about the Cowboys? And I guess it does the Cowboys and the that would be the NFC Championship. I would say both teams healthy. Five and a half, six. Boy, that's still pretty much it is. for an NFC title game. I mean, that's telling me that that you know you're you're telling me that you think the 49ers are better by more than just a little. Well, from the first hour of this show, it sounds like you think they're markedly better. I think they're better than every every team. I think they're. I do. I do too. I think they're. To me. They're kind of like the Denver Nuggets of the Western Conference. They're the best team in the West. Without the championship. Correct. Correct. But kind of like this year. Like last year, Denver had the best team last year. They won it, and now they're good again. And it's like Denver's the best team in the West. That's the way I view the Niners. Doesn't mean they're going to win it all, though. But let's go to Richie. Richie's in Queens. What's going on, Richie? How you doing, buddy? Richie! Uh Uh-oh. Never mind. Never mind, Richie. Uh, Yeah, Pittsburgh made the playoffs, right? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Somebody on the text line said, "Uh, I know you're talking about the NFC. Pittsburgh didn't make the playoffs, but don't sleep on Mike Tomlin. Uh, By the way, that's that's another bet I won against you. You know what? That pisses me off so bad, I can't even tell you. What do you mean? That team is terrible. That's why Mike Tomlin's a great coach. No. That's been my point the entire season. No. That team is terrible. That. I'm not giving you it. They've gone through three mediocre quarterbacks. Really? At best. Mason he's, Rudolph's going to start a playoff game, Steiny. He's Mike. I'll tell you, he's a better coach than uh, Tomlin. This is the guy in Minnesota. Do you know his name? I just that's what I just say. KOC. Kevin John Luke and O'Connell. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm uh, about really? What Tomlin? I just look. I mean, probably not the we, best. We need coach to get back league. to the Warriors so I can I can continue my unbelievable. If the Jaguars didn't wet the bed and they were up, they were eight and three at one point. And I know, didn't end up horribly. <laughs> but Steelers got a lot of help. It's been that kind of season though for them. I mean, they they are many in many ways, Steiny, a team of destiny. Who's that? The Steelers. They're gonna lose in their first game in the playoffs at Buffalo. What it's about? Gonna, it's gonna be uphill. What about? Well, you already owe me for the the bet I won. Which one? You had the Vikings, I had the Steelers make the playoffs. Well, but my quarterback got hurt. So did mine. My quarterback (laughs) is great. My quarterback stinks. Well, all three of them. And they are 10-7. No, you're missing... With like a minus 60-point differential. Did the Vikings have a chance to still make the playoffs in the last week? They did, and it's a credit to AOC, or whatever his name, KOC. A. O'Connell, Kevin O'Connell. Kevin O'Connell. You're not bad. Second year, Stein, he'll, you know, he's going he's gonna to evolve. He's going to get better. Don't worry. They'll, they'll be back next year. Anyway, Mike, Eagles found a weakness. Chiefs found a weakness. Who do you think the Niners and their fans would want to play? Well, clearly 49er fans are afraid of the Rams. That's <laughs> becoming obvious. And that's where I'm saying to 49er fans, be better. Come on, be better. One thing I do and I take pride in is I tell people how to be fans. That's what I take pride in. I'm not a fan, so I tell you how to be a fan. And I don't like the way you guys are scared of the L.A. Rams. I don't, I don't, I don't like it. Be be more proud of your team. You know what I'm saying, Evan? Well, but but we're talking about which team would instill the most fear in you, and I think the Rams are fair because 
by process of elimination, essentially, Steiny. Like, if you're looking at the NFC, who's got well, as good of a head coach, if not better, than Shanahan? The Rams. Uh, the Rams have a dynamic passing attack, which, as we've seen throughout the year, the secondary can be taken advantage of. I know they play better down the stretch, but, you know, they can. Uh, the Rams, they have two stud receivers, including Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup. They have an emerging running game throughout the season. What have we seen since Eric Armstead, Armstead went down? The Niners have been, you, you can run against them. The Rams can do that. Uh, defensively, they're very young, but they do have a player who can wreck games, and Aaron Donald. So, I, I don't think it's out of the question to, to see the, the Rams and say, well, that that's a team that, that you know, we're not afraid of, but like, they could beat us. I, I would feel more confident in the Rams than the Eagles or the Buccaneers. See, th- and this is this is where I, I do disagree with you. Okay, like I get it right now that the Eagles look terrible, right? But if the Eagles go down to Tampa Bay and beat the Bucks twenty-seven twenty, and I know I don't want to get into it. I can't hold them to twenty because their defense stinks, but. I'd be more afraid of the Eagles than the Rams. Because the Eagles by the, if you play the Eagles, they will have they will have won a playoff game, obviously. So I think the Eagles are dangerous hmm. because they're being slept on in a huge way. I'm not saying they've like they have not played well at all. And I see why people would be more afraid of the Rams than the Eagles. I'm just saying you gotta keep in mind that the Eagles would be coming into Santa Clara after a win on the road, so they must have gotten. So they will have been gotten, you know, gotten right a little bit at least. And then, then it's a matter of do the Eagles really think they can beat the 49ers? And I think they think they can. Doesn't mean they will. But I'd be. I, I guess what I'm saying is I'm still a little more. I'd be a little more worried about the Eagles than the than the Rams at this point if I'm the 49ers. That's fair. I, I I disagree just because the Eagles are playing. Do we agree the Cowboys are the are the team that's the second best team in the NFC? Them or the, the Ram- Lions? The Rams may be the sexy pick, but uh, you think the Lions might be better than the the Cowboys? Yeah, I think the Lions fly under the radar because they're the Lions. Like no one ever thinks about Detroit, but. They have a pretty good running game. They're offensively driven, but I also think the reason to doubt them is their quarterback. And Jared Goff is someone that doesn't really make you say, "woo." Like, Matthew Stafford's a better quarterback than him. Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback than him, I think. Um, but but the Lions have... I, I just think that the Lions have played better football throughout the season. But the other reason why... And really the reason why I don't believe that the Eagles are, are so much of a threat and the Rams would be is because you don't want to play the team that's playing their best football. And the Eagles are clearly not playing right. their best football. Even if they beat the Buccaneers in a playoff game on the road, they would have won two of their last seven games. The Rams have won four in a row going into the postseason. If they go on the road and beat Detroit in Detroit, they'll have won five in a row and will be feeling like they're on top of the world. That's a team that I would not want to play. Compared to the Philadelphia Eagles, that's fair. That's fair. I just I, I look at the Rams as like I look at the Eagles as even though 
I still look at them as the champ, the defending champ, and they got to be knocked out. After you know, they they made the Super Bowl last year. They they limped into the playoffs, and in a way, they're still dangerous because they're the wounded animal that that was the best team in the in the conference last year. But I I think it's I wonder where 49er fans are, are with that one. Who'd you rather play in the first round, the Rams or the Eagles? Feels like most people now are saying the Eagles. I think so because, and I don't know if people would feel like it's the most satisfying win because you lost to them last year. You know, they already kicked the crap out of them this season in the regular season. But I almost, I wonder whether fans would feel more satisfied by beating the Rams, who of course took their Super Bowl spot and won in 21, rather than the Eagles, who most recently were the team that knocked them out of the postseason. Like, which one would you feel better about beating? Well, how about this? Let's let's keep it simple. 49er fans, what do you think the toughest game would be is going to be or the, and then the easiest game? Eagles, Tampa Bay, Rams, Green Bay. What's what's the what's your most favorite matchup you want? What's the least favorite matchup you want? If you find out we come in here on Monday, by the way, that we're not going to come in here on Monday. Are we you going to be here on that Monday? What day is it? Well, it's in two weeks. Yeah, yeah, my surgery's on Tuesday. Okay. Uh, but I lost my train of thought. We coming e- on that Monday. Eagle, right. We're not, we might not know who the, they play yet, right? Well, next week we... Because there's a Monday night football game that's a playoff game and it involves the Eagles, right? It's Eagles-Tampa Bay. So there's a chance that we won't know. There's a chance that if the seating holds, then when the Monday game... Monday night game happens, the 49ers are going to play the winner. So there's a chance we come in here next Monday, we won't even know who they're playing at that point. If the Packers win, we'll know. If the Packers lose and the Rams win, we'll know on Monday. Right, right. But if chalk occurs, then we'll have to wait and see who who wins the Buccaneers and the Eagles game. Right. So what, what if I'm the 49ers, to me, give me either of the Bays... Either of the bays is gonna be that's a that's a win here, that that's a win here. So give me either of the bays, and then I think the I think the team you'd want least I still think's the Eagles, even though I understand the Rams. That's kind of what I'm thinking there. What about you? The team I wouldn't want to play would be the Rams, and okay. the team that I would want to play would be yes the well I, I think even the Buccaneers. Would more, you rather play because I think Green Bay is a better quarterback? So would you rather play Tampa? But so you would rather play Tampa Bay and Green Bay versus the Eagles? Yeah. Okay. I mean, slightly, but the, the Eagles are a team that I kind of look at them as the same. Honestly, like that's that's how bad they've been, Steiny. Yeah. No, I hear you. They had ten wins when they played the Niners. Ten and one. Six weeks ago. They have 11 wins at the end of the regular season. And that was a game that the Giants nearly won three weeks ago. And then, of course, they lost to them in Week 18 in a meaningless game for, for New York. Like, the Eagles are about as down bad of any play, as any playoff team. They, they might be worse off than the Pittsburgh Steelers right now. But you know what? Are they, how, how hurt are they? The Eagles? Yeah. Well, A.J. Brown's a little banged up. But, I mean, yeah, they're... At relative full strength, right, and that's why, like I, I, I just look at football different. 
if they beat Tampa Bay, they're I, back. N- not necessarily they're back, but then you got to pretend they're the Eagles of last year. I'm sorry. When you when they come in here to play in the NFC Championship, then it's a re. It wouldn't be the NFC Championship, but the first round game. Uh, yes, I'd be. I'd be. I'd expect if the Eagles beat the Buccaneers, I'm expecting to get an Eagles team from last year to come into Santa Clara. If they if they win a playoff game, I think it'd be more fair to expect the t- the, the ten and one team. Exactly, like the ten and one team from earlier this year that you were slight favorites against on the road, and everyone was kind of questioning why, and then. You let the world know why, because you beat the brakes off them. All right, 888-957-9570 is the number. Best case scenario for that first opponent for the Niners? Worst case scenario. You want to see him play the Eagles? Tampa Bay, In Green the divisional Bay? round. Correct. In the divisional round. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Their, their first playoff game. They've got four possible opponents. And then there's two teams they can't play, which would be the Cowboys and the Lions. Could be any of the other teams. Who do you want to play? Who do you want to avoid? Simple as that. 888-957-9570. And a reminder, you can catch all four hours of Steiny and Guru on the free Odyssey app, plus watch us on YouTube and Twitch, powered by First NorCal Credit Union. We'll talk more 49ers on the other side, and then we'll get into... Warriors, don't forget, 5.30 tip-off tomorrow at Chase, not 7. 5.30 against the Pelly Bells. Adam, is too much for me. This is Kevon Looney. Welcome back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. Take it away, Steiny. All right, Matt Simon, Evan Giddings with you. Daryl the Guru Johnson is taking his little baby girl to college. He'll be out all week. Poor guy. He was miserable yesterday. Steiny. But Steiny, she's my baby. I'm out. He's going to be shedding a few thug tears this week. Uh, North Carolina A&T is in 
Greensboro, North Carolina? That's UNCG. It's in, uh, it's a pretty big city. You gotta Google it. Shut up. Trent Balky. Is he still working? Is he still in Jacksonville? Tennessee? Balky? Yeah. Jacksonville. Good job. Let's go to L in Pacifica. It is in Greensboro. There you go, Stoney. Continue to have a hell of a year, huh? (laughs) You're right back on track. Oh, my guy Vrabel. Night-night. All right. I thought he was a pretty good coach, actually. Uh, L in Pacifica, what's going on, man? Not anymore. <laughs> hey, guys, how you doing? Doing well. Um, yeah, hey, I've, I've been listening all morning, man. I, I get it, like, which team do you want to play? But I, I really think it's more about which 49ers team is going to show up. Um, we've we've had, you know, Brock Purdy for a while now, and it's going to be what kind of Brock Purdy shows up when he throws four touchdowns like he did against the Eagles, against the Cowboys. It doesn't matter what team we want to play or what team plays us. Uh, but if it's going to be a problem pretty against Baltimore, uh, then it's probably going to be a problem. It doesn't Again, it doesn't matter what team we're going to play. We're going to lose to both of them. So it really is going to depend on what kind of offense shows up, uh, what kind of coaching Kyle Shanahan does, um, and how efficient Brock Purdy is going to be. Uh, if he's efficient as he's been all year, it doesn't matter who we play. Fair enough. Thanks, Al. I was talking to Evan before the show, and I said, "It's just let's say the the, the in the NFC championship. Or, I'm sorry, in the NFC playoffs." And I'm thinking, let's just say Brock Purdy has an average day for kind of a 49er quarterback. Over let, let's say he's 20 for 27, 20 for 28, uh, 225 yards, one or two touchdowns, no interceptions. Like it's tough to envision the Niners losing a game like that with with those numbers, even though they're relatively pedestrian. So the only team I think that can beat the 49ers if Purdy is solid is Baltimore. That's the only team. The but, teams that I think could do it are in the AFC. Which Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, I mean, I don't Cleveland obviously beat him this year. Um but no, I, I think the caller's spot on. Like your level of confidence in the Niners' ability to win the Super Bowl is intertwined with your confidence in Brock Purdy, and I think a lot of people have the right to feel extremely confident in Brock Purdy because while he's had some duds over the course of his, the sixteen games in which he's started, he's big man. He's been magnificent. He's been really, really good. But again, if you're talking about Brock Purdy winning a Super Bowl, these are the names in which he'd be included with. Patrick Mahomes, Ben Roethlisberger, Tom Brady. Is he one of those guys? Does he have to be one of those guys in order for the Niners to win the Super Bowl? The year that Brady won his first, it wasn't necessarily Brady's team. He was a good quarterback, but he was kind of a game manager. It's one of the reasons people were reluctant to come around on him. Can Brock Purdy enter that group as a quarterback 24 years or younger and win a Super Bowl? That is why I do think that he gives the Niners a great chance, but is also the reason why I would doubt the Niners. is because quarterbacks at that age or at that level of experience typically don't win Super Bowls, no matter how good your team is. That's, that's fair. 
that's fair. But I but I I also feel like I've I've seen Purdy play now for a year and a half and it's pretty good. Like he's pretty good. And he's damn good. To me he's good he's good enough that they, they can definitely win a Super Bowl considering the uh personnel around him. I was listening to Brian Baldinger on the morning show today. And don't take this the wrong way, but he was taking he was talking about what I'm gonna play. You you've gotta be kidding me about this. This is this is this Easy is, on Baldy. It's not on Baldy. Here's what I want. Here's what just just listen for a second. Yeah. Listen. yeah. I always would be worried. Honestly, <laughs> I, mean, kicker, you're, I mean, if you're not worrying, you're not you're not working. You know, the, the kid in Dallas hasn't missed a field goal all year. Justin Tucker doesn't miss field goals. So if you miss a kick and an extra point, you're worried. But there's nothing you can really do about it. You have to if if that something like that happens, you have to overcome it. But if it's to win a game and you miss, like you won't be able to live with yourself. I'd be worried. I, I just would because some of these sometimes these kickers go sideways quick. Okay. There's no reason to worry about Moody. Zero. End of story. And I'll tell you why. Why? Because this decision, this is not new. When did they draft Moody? The third round okay. of last summer. Exactly. Give me the date of the draft. <laughs> I don't know. Give yeah. me the month. June. Okay, June. In uh, June I, I of twenty twenty three. April. April <laughs> of April of 2023. Thank you, John. We should have been as worried then as we are now. Like it's the same. Like you drafted a kicker with the third at the third round. They traded up to Let, draft a kicker. Exactly. So the minute you drafted a kicker and said this guy's going to be our kicker, we're going like at that point I could have said, well, we'll see what happens in the playoffs. Like it's you have to go through this process. There's no reason to worry about Moody. You just explain why there is every reason to worry about Moody. No, the point is, is he's got to go through. There's nothing you can do. And my point is, why are you more worried about Moody now than you were when they drafted a kicker in April? When they drafted a kicker, at that point, you had every right to say, "Oh boy." We're going to go with a rookie kicker the same year we're trying to win a Super Bowl. That means we're going to be relying on a rookie kicker in the postseason. Like, we knew all this seven months ago. Yeah, and I think it's why it raised eyebrows. And he had a good year. He had a good year. Well, he also... All right, he didn't have to be good this year in the regular season. Right, well, he wouldn't... If he wasn't good, he wouldn't have not... He would have not gotten to this point. No, but if he was good, the Niners would have one more win. Because he would have hit a game winner against Cleveland. Okay, so that's a reason to be worried. What if the game comes down he missed to, a, to a, game, a? He missed one game winner this year. We're worried. We have it. Okay, this is he missed one it's a, game. It's a more about the larger Did point Moody, with the Niners. The, the forty games. The Forty ers have no more kicking worries than any other team in the league. Mm, yes, they do. Why? Who, who do you have more trust in, Jake Moody or uh, Justin Tucker? Well, we'll see what happens this playoffs. Oh my. Uh, who do you have more confidence in? My point is is that we knew before the season ever started that we were going to have a rookie kicker when the pl- when the playoffs started. They also moved off a guy that never missed ever in the playoffs. Exactly. Yeah, so why why I wasn't that was everybody a Why wasn't everybody worried about this? 
all season for I the think, last year? I think they quietly have been. They should have been if they weren't. Because also rookie kickers, or not not rookie kickers, but kickers that are taken in the third round or earlier have a very low success rate of working out. Like that's why it was so strange that the Niners I'm went just and got saying, this why guy. Why did we wait a year to worry about? All this? I'm saying is too much for. <laughs> hey Draymond, seriously, we're gonna get to you. We're gonna get to you. Okay. We're gonna get to you. All I'm saying, Steiny, is the year after Jake Moody left, Michigan won a national championship. Well, if if you're telling me, it's bad. If you're telling me that Moody has a history of missing big kicks. Then why was he drafted in the third round? I don't know. I don't know because he had a huge leg and he could hit 50-plus yard field goals with alleged regularity, which is something that Robbie Gold could not do. Beyond 50, he was not great. But in the postseason, he was literally perfect. Had not missed a kick. Also the Niners, and, and this is something we, we talked about this a while ago. Okay, so the Niners... We're talking about how Robbie Gold would, might be too expensive. I mean, he'd been weighing he'd been weighing on retirement, but you know, you wanted to kind of redistribute that cap space elsewhere. You get cheaper at the kicker position. You get a couple extra million dollars bringing this guy, bringing that guy, yada yada. Okay, well, you, you apparently freed up forty million dollars in cap space by restructuring George Kittle and I think another big boy. So why couldn't you afford Robbie Gold? In fact, I think he's still available. The Niners. The biggest, the reason why they will lose in the postseason won't be on the kicker, but that doesn't mean if it comes down to the wire that people shouldn't be worried about a rookie kicker in his first postseason. Yeah, I guess what I'm saying is you can be worried, but this problem is not like this issue of our kicker of a rookie kicker going into the postseason has been an issue that's been on the table all year, and now I feel like. Well, now we're going to talk about the fact that Moody may Moody's a rookie that's kicking into the po- in the postseason. It's like, well, no kidding. We, we knew this. Like, I'm not saying you, you shouldn't be worried about it. I'm just saying, well, we knew this was going to be a challenge. They were going to have he was going to have to overcome. They were going to have to overcome because they made a decision before they ever played any game that they were going to trust the rookie kicker. If the Niners played the game that we have seen all year or mo- the majority of the season, it shouldn't come down mm-hmm. to a kick. That's that's the rat on the table. Sure. By Ico, I, I, Ico best control. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Uh, Moody's fine. Are you worried about Moody? I don't want a fine kicker taking a game winner. I do. <laughs> Why? Because it's fun. Game-winning field uh, goals are fun. Uh, no, they're not. Okay, so let me ask you this. Is Moody the biggest concern you have going into the postseason? No. What is? Uh, their second-year quarterback. Really? Yeah. Really? Yes, because if Brock Purdy plays well, the Niners should win. And if Brock Purdy doesn't play well, the Niners have lost. You know what's interesting? The way I kind of look at it is if the 49ers play well around Brock Purdy, he's going to be good. If they don't play well around Brock Purdy, then he may struggle. I... I I kid you not when I say if I'd be worried about the Niners, like honest to God, Brock Purdy. I'm not worried about Brock Purdy at all in the postseason. I'm really not. I don't know why not. It's not just because well you're not a fan. No, I think Brock Purdy's. I'm not like he's not my biggest concern. My biggest concern would be 
Like I, I'm worried much more. I'd be much more worried about the offensive line going into the postseason. I'm also concerned that it's possible that on a given day our secondary could get picked apart. Purdy doesn't. Purdy's not a big worry for me. I'm I'm serious. Like I think he's essentially. I I know people. It's like when people say, "Well, if he plays like he did against the Ravens, they have." Well, they stunk against the Ravens. He was under duress all game against the Ravens. Like if that's like I don't know many quarterbacks that could have won that game for the Niners by themselves. He wasn't under duress when he threw a red zone interception to a safety that didn't move. When. The first pick he threw of the game. Well, I mean, he had four picks, so he was terrible. That's a problem. I know. Of course it is. But was he... Were were they not... Were they good or... Did he lose him that game, Purdy? Yes. You think so? He turned the ball over four times. And... They lost by 14 points. Again, you and I look at things differently. That's that's fair. Like, I, I really do... Like, I look at a quarterback... No quarterback to me is going to succeed if they're under a lot of duress. And I feel like the games they lost, like there were reasons why Purdy wasn't good against Cleveland because he was running for his life, for lack of a better term. I, and I think the Minnesota game, and what was the other game before that? I can't, the Minnesota game, the other loss. Cincinnati. Cincy. Like he wasn't terrible against Minnesota. No, no, he just... No, he he had a couple of turnovers, and you could make the case he was concussed when he made those turnovers. Um, look, I mean, all right, who do you think is the most important player on the 49ers? I think one of the reasons that they are so freaking good is because they got they don't really have one guy. I, I it. You know, I get it. Some people say some people say Purdy, other people say McCaffrey. So yeah, it's pro- to me, it's one of those two. One of those two. Sure. Yeah, I, no, I would agree with that. And so I, I think those are the reasons why. If like if those guys don't play well, I know McCaffrey's game is impacted, yes, by the offensive line, but also if Shanahan doesn't make him a priority as much as I, I think he he is then that could be a reason why the Niners could lose. If Purdy turns the ball over, I think that's the reason why the Niners could lose. I think those things, again, those are a perfect storm, but I don't think that's going to happen in the NFC. I don't think there's a team in the NFC that can make Brock Purdy look like he did on Christmas, that can make Christian McCaffrey look like not the best running back in the NFL. In the NFC, I think there are few challengers that can put the Niners off their script. And when they're on script, when they're on pace, they are the best team in football. And they've showed it time and time again this year. But again, you asked me what my biggest concern was, and it's going to be one of the two most important players not playing their best game because I think that's, from what I've seen this year, that's how they've been beaten. That is how they've been beaten. Like, there's no there's no argument to that. Like, Purdy... Has played better in wins than than he has in the loss. Like I, but the reason I do think the San Francisco 49ers are the best team in the NFC is because I think they have a good quarterback and then more weapons than than everybody else. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Purdy's the kind of quarterback that if if you, the 49ers execute, he's not going to be bad enough for them to get beat in the NFC. 
I, I don't see it. Like, he's not going to – I mean, I'll just be shocked if if the 49ers get beat in their first playoff game. Purdy has three interceptions. I, I'm, I'd be very, very surprised. No, I would too. I think last postseason should also make you feel better because we wondered how Brock Purdy would play when he hadn't been in the postseason before. And that was when there was a lot more questions about Purdy coming in because of – his random start, and what, he threw three touchdowns and 300 yards against the, the Seahawks or something like that? I mean, he, he he calmed all concerns, and he didn't get a chance to finish the Philly game. I, I, I don't know whether he would have won or lost, but he might have ended up being awesome. So, look, all, all I'm saying is from what I've seen this year, Brock Purdy has been incredible, and the Niners have been incredible when they've been able to control and dictate the tempo of football games. Anytime that hasn't happened, I've seen them struggle. And that does worry me. It shouldn't worry... Like, against an NFC team, I don't think there's anyone that can knock the Niners off course. But if there would be a team that could, I think it would probably be the Rams. I mean, look, we're, we're, we're talking about... and we're, we're kind of nitpicking the Niners here. But I think it's... It is how a lot of... My friends feel because the the difference, like you brought up the, the Denver Nuggets or you know other past dominant teams that have looked like true ones, and the Niners do look like a one, but the one thing they haven't done is won a Super Bowl. And until they do that, I do think there's going to be doubt. I do think there's going to be concerns. And until they hoist the Lombardi Trophy, people are still going to wonder if they can get it done. Hey, we got a little surprise oh, yeah? for our listeners coming up uh, afternoon. Little 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 change of pace. I kind of like it to tell you the truth. Now here's when you say, "What is it, Steiny?" What is it, Steiny? Okay, I'll tell you what it is. After the break, we're gonna go out to the Warriors practice facility. Oh my God! Live, Draymond Green practicing today. Uh, looks like he's gonna speak to the media. Oh. Uh, the Warriors are gonna meet the media shortly. In other words, we're going out. To Chase Center and going to hear from the Warriors live. That tells you that we think there's action out. Well, it means there's a lot going on. So on the other side, we're going to jump to Warriors. Adam is too much for at the uh, at Chase uh, at Chase Center. <laughs> Gosh, well, a lot of Warriors today because you know we got Draymond talking, and then of course we got Steve Kerr coming up with Lord and Dibs at, at five o'clock. So chance to hear from the head coach for the first time. A lot has happened in the last seven days since really has. Steve Kerr last was on this station. It really has. You said, uh, what would you ask Steve Kerr? And I was like, you know what? I don't, I'm not sure what I would ask Steve Kerr first. And you said, I'd ask him why he started Kaminga and uh, Wiggins together. And I said, well, he's going to say, they were experimenting. I think there's a lot of questions you can ask him. I think the harder part would be what you prioritize. Like, what's the most, like, what's the biggest thing to ask Steve Kerr right now? Where the season's going? I don't know. Well, if I ask you this, because the season, okay, so they're at a low ebb right now, the Warriors. Guru said they're at rock bottom. Yeah. So if you were prioritizing, I hope so, prioritizing their issues, what's their biggest issue right now is it draymond green he's up there let's say draymond green behavior slash return 
Okay. Okay? Yeah. What's your second, what's another concern, issue for the Warriors? If you had to rank them priority-wise. They're wings. Wiggins-Kaminga. Yeah. Wiggins-Kaminga. That what, they mainly, stink, mainly, mainly, mainly Wiggins. Yeah, I'd say Wiggins. Uh, what about the head coaching, uh, the status of our head coach? I would say, the, yeah, the contract. Kerr's contract. Has there been any news on that front? Any Pro- conversations? See, oh, I would ask him if he spoke with Joe Lacob after the press conference in which Lacob attended. And I think that was on Thursday after the Denver game. It's a good call. I bet you he'd say he'd skillfully Can't talk about that. it. <laughs> yeah. He's good. Well, I mean, I would, I would say, Steve, I know, it, I would try to really get into his contract. <laughs> I know people are going to be like, yeah, it's because you like to know what other people make. Not. No, but it's like, I'd like to say, so Steve, like, we're, we're at the halfway point of the year. I, I get that y- you don't have a contract for next year, but isn't it at this point, I mean, really, can you see yourself signing an extension at some point? That seems far-fetched, Steve, at this point. And I'd like to just hear how he reacts. I wonder if a way to kind of extract that would be to ask if he if he stays in touch or is tapped into what other head coaches are doing around the league. Like, Well, I know he's the only guy on the it's a lame duck. Exactly, though. So do you pay attention to what other head coaches are doing, their contracts, and do you think that applies to your situation or or not? I don't know. Anyway, we're going out to uh, Chase Center. Hear from some Warriors on the other side. We'll be talking Golden State Warriors basketball. They play again tomorrow, Wednesday at Chase Center. And don't forget, if you're just joining us, that's a 5.30 start. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.